This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. I want to show us a few things from God's Word. Um, Every Christian must know that God does not play with thanksgiving. It means something to God that is beyond human explanation. What, 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 what it does to him. Jesus puts it this way, that it said that God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And he said the father seeks. The father seeks. is looking for worshipers. He has riches and honor and wisdom and glory in abundance, but he seeks for worshipers. Why is this very important to God? And why did Lucifer demand from Jesus that if he could worship him, he was going to give him the whole world? There is something about God and Satan clamoring for woman's worship and praises. Why did God kill Herod when he ascribed the praises meant to God to himself? Why? There is something about praise, thanksgiving, worship, that is beyond human explanation. It means something to God that when we get to the other side, we will need relations to fully understand. Hallelujah. But we are commanded several in the Bible. Now I want to read first of all Psalm 100. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. When you read like this, even if you are in your room, when you read make a joyful noise, what you should do is to make a joyful noise. It's a command. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Serve the Lord with what? <laughs> God is not a man. Numbers 23, 19. Balaam said that. God is not a man that should lie. Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man. Forget about the remaining part. God is not a man. God is not a man. God is not a man. So God does not reason the way a man reasons. So in Isaiah 55, he says that my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. So that means except you are prayed by revelation, Except you are prayed by the new created mind that a Christian has received, your ways will be different from God's ways. Are you following me? Now, I'm saying this because I'm trying to get into something. To a mortal man, there are things you know about praises. But since the Bible says my ways are not your ways, you have to look into the word of God to understand what these things, what they mean to God. What it means to worship him. What it means to praise him. Why is he very serious about this? Go back to Psalm 100. The Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. You know, the Bible says, serve him with gladness. We started with that. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Now, psalmist, according to them in Old Testament, it was showing the protocols of coming into the presence of God. I don't know whether David wrote this portion of Psalm, but whoever wrote this portion by experience, God to know that God's presence cannot be entered into except with two things, gladness and singing. 
Oh, no wonder in 1 Samuel 30, 31, when David's wives were taken captives and Ziklag was burned down and David, Bible says, he wept. Oh, I, I pray this morning I'll be able to challenge because there might be some of us here. Deuteronomy 28, 47. I think so. Deuteronomy 28, uh, 28, 47. I want to show you something there. I just remember now. What, what is there? Can somebody open? Let, let's... Read it together. Open your Bible. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47. There is a powerful scripture there. One to go. Wait, louder, everybody. Read your Bible. Let's go. Next verse. Oh, Listen to me. Thank you, Jesus. Did you notice when, I, when you read the Bible, you pay attention to words. The Bible did not say that those people did not serve God. They served him, but they did not serve him with what? Oh, you know, the first time I saw this, how many Christians are serving God and they are sad? Hebrews chapter 12. We come back to this one in a while. You know, I didn't plan, I just remembered. Hebrews 12. The Bible says, towards the end, that since we have a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us receive grace to serve God acceptably. What verse is that? Hebrews 12. I know it's in Hebrews. Verse what? 28. Verse 28. Hebrews 12, 28. Everybody look up and look at this. Wherefore, receiving a kingdom that cannot be moved, let us receive grace whereby we may serve God out. Does it mean that we can also serve God in an unacceptable manner? Now, one of the ways to serve him, but not in an acceptable manner, is to go back to that scripture in Deuteronomy. If you serve God without gladness, you know the Bible said that God loves a cheerful giver. That might be the reason why many give and they never give because they never give cheerfully. If you serve the Lord, the Bible says because you serve him not with gladness, not because no, it didn't say you did not serve him, but you serve him, but not with gladness. He said, Then you serve your enemy. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah. When a person does anything for God, God looks beyond what you are doing to see the state of your heart. And if it is not with gladness, it is not acceptable to the king. That's what the Bible is saying. You cannot operate. Or hear God in God's frequency if joy is not in your heart. No wonder the Bible says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Wow. Joy. You expect God to say that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, warfare, prophetic, and fasting. Hallelujah. You know, that's why I said that with the Father. God's ways are different. I read something, the Bible says Paul was writing and he said that the God of peace will bruise the devil under your feet shortly. It should have been the God of war. But it's amazing that God does not crush Satan by war. He does it by peace. When Jesus raised my peace, I live with you. When you see people doing acrobatics, all the enemies of my life, you are getting yourself to a level where a place where your life is filled with demons you are calling on them. You need peace. When the prince of peace is around, you are calm. 
Hallelujah. And it is impossible to be a spiritual man and not sing. So the Bible said that be filled with spirit. Ephesians 5 and Colossians 4 said, make it say singing hymns unto God. If we are full of the spirit, songs will come out. Mm. Are you hearing me? Yes, Praise the Lord. <laughs> See, David was called a man after God's heart. When he saw what happened to his family, he began to cry. Not even David. God said nothing to him when he was sad. I am trying to, within the short time I have, to say to everybody, when are you going to switch to this other side? It is human. It is normal to want to dwell on your problem and wear a long face. But the verdict is that it has never solved any problem and it will never solve it. Worrying about my situation will not create an anointing to solve it. Hallelujah. But they look unto him and they were lightened. And their faces were not ashamed. If only you can begin to celebrate. Celebration is important to God. It causes the power of God to flow. Psalm 68 verse 1. The Bible said that let God arise and let all his enemies. People say, oh Lord, arise on my behalf. But they don't know how to get him to arise. There is a quote. <laughs> Hallelujah. God doesn't just arise. You can make him arise. Are you following me this morning? Say loud amen. <laughs> See, you will get to a point in your life. I pray that that happens from today. That no matter when they meet you, morning, afternoon, or night, they will never notice a sad countenance on you. Number one, we look at the things that are not seen, not at the things that are seen. So in, even in the ugliest of all situations, the Bible says it is beautiful in every situation. That's a prophetic word. The situation might not look beautiful, but God is beautiful for every situation. When you start praising him, it makes the ugly situation become beautiful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God's recommendations are funny. In Isaiah 54, he says, single barren. Barren should cry by human standard. But by God's wisdom, which is superior to human wisdom, he says, single barren. Not about a, 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 a biological barrenness alone. If your business is barren, God's recommendation is a sing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm beginning to realize that probably in Genesis 18, when Abraham sat at the tent of the door and he saw those angels, what he was doing outside, he must be singing. Because Abraham must have known by the spirit that when you are barren, you sing. And when you sing, you attract God's attention. God and songs, I don't know. Bible says, come into his presence with singing. When a man begins to sing, when they burnt down Ziklag, David started coming. Bible says he wept and nothing was said. God didn't say anything. To think that you can bombard God with tears is a mistake. But the Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. I believe that he began to chant some of the psalms that he wrote. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is good. He's good at all times. Even when I cannot find my wives. God is good. God is good. Then he heard, pursue, overtake, and recover. Have you tried to look for God's word before? He doesn't speak in answer of gloom and doom. He speaks when you put up joy. <laughs> I've read Isaiah 12 before. The Bible says, with joy you draw water out of the well of salvation. This explains why many lives are dry. You, you, this is serious business. 
I grew up in Abeokuta because it's a rocky city. It was then. A lot, a lot has changed now. But then, almost every house, they had, apart from tap water, they had a well. Wells are not common in Lagos. But they're very common in Abeokuta. Wells at the back of their house. So in case, when, when uh, uh, tap water will fail, you'll go to the well. And wells are always very deep. If you enter, you can't come out, except to our next part. But my neighbor used to enter and he will come out. <laughs> Amen. So, very deep, some of them, maybe 50 meters down, down there, before they will get water. Now, water is always available in the well. But you are helpless if you have nothing to draw with, because your hand and your bucket cannot reach it. There must be a drawer that goes down. Now, the Bible says, with joy, you'll draw water out of the well of salvation. Once you are born again, there is a well of salvation in you. Inside that well is prosperity, health, and all the things. But the problem is that to draw it, the drawer is called joy. If it is absent, you are like a man standing by the well who cannot get water. With joy, you draw water out of the well of salvation. Joy means a lot to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when the Bible says single barren, Abraham sat. And I, I'm gonna, I, I, I want to prove to you that that was what he was doing. Because the Bible talks about Abraham in Romans chapter 4 verse 20 that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He was full of faith, giving. Look at this. <laughs> Hallelujah. How to bring a promise from a promise to reality, you have to follow Abraham's steps. He is the father of faith. And all children of faith must follow his example. The Bible says, a stagger out. When God gives you a promise, circumstances will make you to stagger except to do this thing. But he was strong in faith. Giving glory. Giving glory. Not that he gave. The Bible says giving. He was doing it regularly. So the Bible says, in the heat of the day, which I've explained to you, might have been that in a very terrible situation that Abraham was in, heat of the day, heat, heat, in the, at the heat, when his life was going through it, Abraham sat at the tent door, and the Bible says he was full of faith, giving glory to God. So Abraham must have been singing. And the Bible says, sing, O barren, because you shall burst forth from the right hand, from the left. As he was singing, he saw three men, angels, two angels and God. When you sing, I believe his songs brought them down from heaven. Because somehow, when people pray, it is true, God can send an angel. But the Bible says, you inhabit the praises of your people. He does not dwell in the prayers of his people, but he dwells in the praises of his people. Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> you know, you are glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. Somehow, when God is being praised, he does fearful things. Isaiah 42 verse 12. That's what I want to read. Isaiah 42 verse 12. Thank you, Jesus. Let me hear a shout of hallelujah. Show some joy right now. In every service, those who are full of joy are the first to receive. Some will come in like this, as if God is owing them money. And they think it's okay. Spiritual men don't wear long faces. They are full of joy. The Bible says, be filled with the Spirit, singing and making melody in your heart. When you are truly and genuinely filled with the Spirit, you sing. Songs will come out of your mouth. Hallelujah. When a man is drunk, they start singing. No matter how terrible the voice is, they sing. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says, the Spirit of the Lord God is on me. 
Because he has anointed me to preach the glad tidings to them, uh, the good news to the, poor, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken at Isaiah 61. To proclaim liberty to the captives, open up prison door to them that are bound. To appoint to those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes, garment of praise, instead of spirit of heaviness. Once you are not wearing garment of praise, you are wearing spirit of heaviness. Hallelujah. And one of the works of the anointing is to remove that spirit of heaviness. The spirit will press you from hearing and receiving from God. But those who don't have the spirit of heaviness, they have the garment of praise on. When they wake up, they are singing. It does not mean everything is right. But serve a God who makes everything right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where is Isaiah 42, 12? I want to show you something there. Hallelujah. Remember I said Psalm 68 says that, Arise, O God, and let your enemies be scattered. How do you get God to arise? Now we know when he arises, every enemy of his will scatter. The Bible says, oh, uh, one of the Psalms, Psalm 114, I suppose, Bible says that um, when Israel went out of Egypt and the people of God from the people of strange language, Judah became a sanctuary and Israel is dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. I love the thought. I said, mountains were skipping like rams. And, <laughs> hallelujah. And little eels like lamb. Can you imagine? The Bible said that Israel came out of Egypt. The sea saw it and fled. Mountains saw them and started skipping away. Skip up their road. Little eels disappeared. And they gave the reason. Something happened that they said, why did you flee? Or sea? Or Jordan? Why were you driven back? Why did you run away mountain? And then next verse. The Bible said, tremble thou art at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. Say amen. amen. When the God of Jacob shows up, mountains will disappear. Eels will vanish. And if you are standing between, if there is a red sea between you and your destiny, between you and your assignment, the sea will flee when the God of Jacob shows up. But the issue is that how do we get him to show up? Paul and Silas showed you the way. As they were locked in the prison, you can turn a wilderness experience to a fruitful one if you understand what I'm sharing with you this morning. Paul and Silas were there also in the prison. They were just beaten and they were tied up. They were uncovered. And they began to pray. Because the Bible says, is anyone afflicted? Let him pray. But that is step one. Maybe Paul told Silas that we've been praying for a while. I think God has heard us, but he's not moving. Let's get him to move. Let's make him move. And they began to sing. They started gradually. The songs went so loud that all the prisoners heard them. The next thing they saw, they changed. Chain cannot hold down a man that enters into high praises. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? There is no chain. The chain fell off. The prison door opened. The foundation of the earth shook. The jailer came in and he was like, what kind of? They will soon say that about you. That what manner of man, the situation you are in, that the instead of people pitying you, they look at you, they see, they see a situation, they look at you the next minute, everything has been turned around for your good. Great testimonies are coming from your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatever trap set by the adversary becomes your stepping stone into another level in Jesus' name. Look at how some people are saying amen. Honestly, it is difficult to get people out of this thing. 
I heard one time Bishop Oedipo, he said, when there were seven in their church, the way you used to rejoice has not changed. Now that they're about 300,000 every Sunday, God looks at these things. Nothing stops a man that is full of joy. Don't waste your opportunity when you are driving or riding a bus. It can be a time to begin to praise him. Hallelujah. He is... <laughs> are you hearing me? Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. His presence will become real in the car with you right there. And his glory will be revealed. He will, he will manifest himself. Hallelujah. What should lead to evil? He holds you. Yesterday, on Friday, I went to preach in Ife. I was coming back yesterday. And, you know, heavy traffic. But when I got to a point where I was on top speed, you know, my tire just burst like that. I seen it tore into shreds, the tire. Praise the Lord. This is... Ah, is somebody getting what I'm sharing this morning? Are you prepared to walk in joy? Oh, glory to God. I will never complain again in my life. I won't even complain about Nigeria. Greater is it that is in us. God, through us, can change this nation. Those who are responsible for pulling it down, they were born by a woman like yourself. Hallelujah. And the name of anybody is not written on Nigeria. So right people can arise and hijack it from wrong people. But right people sit back and they complain. They are seeing our money. They are doing this. Who are the they? And who gave them that authority? Say amen. amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Paul and Sash did it. What happened? Isaiah 42, 12. I want us to read. Isaiah chapter 42. Oh. Look at this. Let them give glory unto the Lord and declare his praises in the islands. Next verse. <laughs> Can you read this one loud? Hallelujah. On the light that word, the Lord shall. Until they praise him in the island, the Lord sits on his throne. The Bible says, when he hears somebody praising, then the Lord shall rise. Wow. Because God cannot violate his word. Psalm 149. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, we must, when we come to the house of God, that's what David at the psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That kind of guy did not enter church like this. He jumped in with joy. When angels see that kind of person, they want to bless you. They want to do something for you. There are many people, even as I'm talking, you are still like bound. On your seat, you've not learned to be happy, to shout. And I've just told you from the Bible, God does not respect gentlemen. His presence, you are doing gentleman. Even though when you were watching Chelsea, trashy Man City yesterday, you were shouting, you were full of joy. But when it comes to what I'm telling you is a very serious matter. The almighty God is so displeased with the way many Christians praise him. That is what I'm living with you this morning. And that is the reason why many people are the level they are right now. I just show, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, I'm taking you through enough scriptures to show you that it means a lot to God. The heaven over so people is like it is like brass because they are full of complaints and they hardly give praise to God. And the angels are watching. Over there, they praise the king on their faces down. 
They are inside your car and they watch you all the way long. You are just complaining. They watch how you come to church and not, uh, uh, praise the Lord. You are not saying amen. During worship, you sit down. During praise, you check, you check Facebook. You check WhatsApp. And you are wondering what is all with your life. When you want to praise God, you say pray from everything. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, glory to God. Let's read. <laughs> praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. And his praise in the congregation of the saints. We're about to practice that now. There are praises you do by yourself. There are some you do in the congregation of the saints. Oh, when the mighty men of the tribe of Judah, they were outnumbered. Instead of Jehoshaphat to be sad, he said, get me singers. I know something about God. Get me singers. As they began to sing, Isaiah 42, 13 happened. The Lord came down and he set up those guys against themselves. When people are against you and you want to confuse them, begin to go into praise. Sometimes you lock yourself in all night long by yourself. It's not every all night that we pray. There are all night that it is praise night. You lock up yourself and praise the one that is fearful in praises. You wake up and see deliverance on every side. I have found out that some demons can stand when you are praying. No demon can stand when you are praising God. It descends on them in a terrible way. And they have enough sense to know that when somebody is praising God, they run. Because when God arises, the Bible says his enemies will scatter. The wise ones among them. The foolish ones will stay and he will devour them straight away. But the demons who have stayed long enough, they understand that when somebody is praising him, you better run. Because, <laughs> hallelujah. Are you following me? And we can practice this over and over. So the Bible says that let them praise him in the congregation of the saints. Next verse. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him and let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. That's why we are dancing today. Everybody say the dance. dance. Say the dance. The dance dance is different from a dance. The dance is the one that you have understanding of how mighty God is. There's a situation before you and you are dancing because of your knowledge that greater is it that is in you. When I was in UI, I made a prayer to God that I will sing, Lord, to you, 10 songs every day. Every day. For two years. And I kept it. Said, no matter what, Lord, every day I will sing 10 songs to you. So I carried it on till when I was serving in Kaduna, I was still doing that. One day, I've told you for that, and I didn't pay us for three months in NMPC. I didn't have transport fare to even go to church. So I sat back. And I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do, Lord? I'm going to sing 100 songs to you. By the time I was getting to 97th, somebody sent me money. And I've told you the rest of the story. I didn't tell you this part before. When I got to the office, I've told the story before. The most, the most, uh, uh, the, she was extremely proud. All the couples hated her. Even me, I didn't like her. You agree that she would answer. She was very young, but she was a senior staff. And she wore that thing on her head that she was a senior staff. And she came to me on Monday morning. I said, hey, I was told they've not paid you people. And she brought some money and said, take. And I told her, I said, no, I don't want. She said, hey, even though everything in me wanted it. I just said, no, no, I don't want. You know, you first do what I don't want. Yeah, I'm fine. And I was not fine. <laughs> then she dropped it on the table. She said, if you like, take it. If you like, don't take it. She walked away. And I saw that she left. The son of man said, hey, this is what we are saying. 
So the rest of the couple came to and said that we are suffering. I was like, no, you need to define that word we. You and who. Because some of us are not suffering. Are you getting what I'm saying? During the week, on Sunday I did that, and during the week the lady did that. It's amazing. It's amazing. I got to 97 song, I got an alert. I was just in my little copper, that room there, just, this is, I am showing you something that is extremely powerful. A friend of mine, the wife is a doctor, after five years that they couldn't conceive us, they both went to redemption camp, held their hand together, not for Holy Ghost, they just went alone. Husband and wife, they both went to together, they met in school, they got married, went to camp and took a long stroll for three hours, singing hand in hand. They came back to Lagos, she got pregnant straight away. That demon holding the womb left. Demons are not that difficult to deal with. Many times, God is not happy with the fact that you are displeasing him and now you praise him. Check your praise thermometer. For many people, it is too low, too low. The gauge is too low. You hardly give God praise. You are too anxious to tell him what you want. The day pastor, the boy wanted to fast about an issue. And change his mind. Many of you have heard him say that story before. That changed his life forever. That was what gave back to Holy Ghost night that you see now. He changed his mind and he said that, okay, I'm not going to ask you what I want to ask you again. He said, I've never done this. But Lord, I'm going to lock that door now and sit down on this bed and praise you for eternity living. About 5 p.m. said, the Lord came down and said, my son, you did this. He said, from today, there will never be a day in your life that people will not give to you. Even if you're under the ground. And he said, one day he sneaked into London without telling anybody. And by 10 p.m. in the night, he sat down and he said, he started laughing. He told God, Lord, I'm not broke. I don't need money. He said, but I know you cannot fail in your word. That you said there will never be a day. I'm about to go to bed now. And by the time I open my eyes, it will be next day. And nobody, and he said, he felt as if there was God laughing on top. That You think I can fail? So he sat down there watching news and a call came in into his room. And Uma said, is that a social person room? So he said, no. And you know, he has this unique voice. He said, no. Aduma said, wait, oh. Pastor Adeboye. He said, yes. <laughs> Where are you, sir? Where are you, sir? By 11, she came in with every pound. And when she let go, I said, my son, when I give you a word, I am the almighty. <laughs> the one, when people don't understand this, you will start attacking those who are prosperous. But the good will of God is open to every man. You cannot determine what God will do with somebody else, but you can determine what he will do with you. And I'm showing you the way in life of praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's read on. Let them praise him with it in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with trimble and harp. Go on. For the Lord take care pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing. What's the next word there? That, say, that, that says a lot that it's not done casually. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we don't praise God except in an, an environment where you cannot sing loud, maybe in your office. But when you are free, you don't praise God casually. That is what many people do and that is what I'm trying to correct. Let them sing aloud. Upon their beds. Oh, people do the opposite upon their On their bed in night, they are meditating on all the problems of their life. But this is what I have chosen to do on my bed. My bed is not for thinking about what didn't work during the day. It is for praising God upon your bed. Maybe that's why some have nightmare. 
let the high praise of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Let, let to execute, go back, sorry. And two-edged sword in their hand, go on. Okay, verse seven. To execute vengeance upon the hidden and punishment upon the people. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have how many people? Are you a saint? Yes. Say, I have, I have this honor. Given to me by God. To so bind their kings with chains. And their nobles with fetters of iron. See, the third part is very strong. To execute upon them the judgment written. This is what makes the Bible interesting. Judgments are written. But judgment written is not equal to judgment executed. Have you noticed? In every nation, they have laws. When you break the law, it has to, the judgment has to be executed. There are laws in Nigeria against corruption, against things. It's not being executed. So it's stopping nothing. There are laws against violence. It's not being executed. So every law needs somebody to come and execute. Otherwise, it will just be a written judgment. Now, the Bible is saying that there are judgments written. When Jesus died on the cross, he has judged sickness. When he died on the cross, he judged poverty. For the Bible says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Although he was rich, for your sake he became poor. That is true, his poverty, you might become rich. He judged poverty that day. When he said, by his stripes you are healed, he has judged sickness. He judged, he wrote the judgment that a sickness you cannot be upon these people again. It's a written judgment. But the Bible says that when the saints begin to praise God, you execute the judgment that is written. So if I don't praise them, the judgments are written, there is nobody to execute them. I have come this morning to execute. Glory to God. This is what we do when we pray. Why, why did he say, I praise in their mouth, two edges sword in their hand? They go hand in hand. When you praise God to a certain level and you are moving the spirit, begin to speak the word of God, it will become a prophetic declaration. This is how every Christian can become a prophet of your home, especially an architect of your own destiny. When you praise him and you notice, we don't speak when the anointing is not present. That would be ordinary confession. And it's okay for a start. But if you want your confession to become a prophetic declaration, there is, because the Bible said that only men speak as they were moved by the Spirit. So when you start praising God and you sense the presence, the anointing of the Spirit, it's always present, but it doesn't manifest every now and then. When you sense the manifestation and you speak, it leaves the realm of declaration to the realm of prophetic declaration. And that time it happens. You can actually prophesy this morning and attach dates to your prophecy. A promise is the one given without date attached. A prophecy, so when God said, we'll give Abraham a son, it was a promise. When they came down, he said, about this time next year, say that we have a son. Genesis 18, it became a prophetic declaration. Did you get that? Hallelujah. This morning, many promises will move from promises to prophecy. Because thou shalt speak. Like Elisha, about this time tomorrow, a measure of which shall be sold for a shekel. How many times have we done this before? Times without number. Times without number. The blessing will show up sometimes 11.45 in the night. But when we say about before the end of tomorrow, before then something would happen. I've seen it time, times without number. Oh dear Lord Jesus. Have I spoken to somebody this morning? Yes, say, lift up your hand. Say, I am made up my mind. I will rejoice. Shout it one more time. I will rejoice. Say one more time. I will rejoice. 
I will sing aloud to the name of the Lord. Glory to God. When we come to church, we just come to hear the word and we come to praise him. To just bless his name. To declare how great our God is. And our declaration will bath that greatness. Glory to God. Lift up your hands, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. You know, there are blessings in the Bible. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If there's anybody here that there's something in your life causing sorrow, it hangs this afternoon. Project Jeremiah 30, 19. And it's that scripture I want to bless everybody with. I'm not preaching, we are done. Just want to read this. Jeremiah 30, 19. The Bible says, this is very powerful. We've done the first part. I want us to read together. Stop. Everybody say our parts. And say in Jesus' name. I've done my part. The Bible says, out of them, all of you are the them, shall proceed. Thanksgiving and voice of them that make merry. Now we are done our part. God is about to do his part as I speak now. The Bible says now, that's why the I is in capital, because it's talking about God. He said, I will multiply them. They shall not be few. I will glorify them. They shall not be small. Verse 20. This is a powerful word. Their children also shall be as for time. Their congregation shall be established before me. We are established before God as a church. In the name of Jesus. Now he said, I will punish all that oppress them. Oh, shout a louder amen. No oppression will stand in any life here again. Whether it's sickness, people, whatever represents oppression, it hangs right now. Amen. None can resist the power of the word of God. Say, so I will punish all that oppress them. Next verse. And their nobles shall be of themselves. Amen. We are not importing great people into this church. That's the meaning. Nobles will rise from all of you here. Amen. And their governor shall proceed from the midst of them. This is a powerful prophecy. We are not a church looking for governors to join us. Governors are rising from here. Amen. Governor does not mean state governor. It's not limited to that. It means that leaders and rulers of every sphere of life. Amen. CEOs. Amen. Great entrepreneurs. Amen. They are rising from our midst. Amen. He said, I will cause him to draw near and he shall approach me. For who is he that has engaged his heart to approach unto me? See the Lord. Next verse. And ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. I bless you with the blessing of the heaven above. With the blessing of the heart beneath. In the name of Jesus, your banner is set up. You will never know defeat again. Everywhere you turn, the blessing abounds. In the name of Jesus Christ. In 2019, no sickness, no disease. Whatever you touch with your hands will prosper. Those who have had financial challenges in the name of Jesus, a new day starts today. Amen. God will open doors unto you. Amen. May people that matter remember you Amen. for good in the name of Jesus Christ. 
whatever has been resisting your prosperity is taken out of the way right now in Jesus name those who want to get married receive their miracle marriage right now those who believe God for children they are here right now in the name of Jesus rise I say this by the spirit of God businessmen in our midst your profit will skyrocket in 2019 now it's a twofold thing one will happen before the end of the year and it will lead you to a 2019 that is totally different from 2018 in the name of Jesus Christ all kinds of promotions in Jesus name there will be peace in your home there will be peace with your children there will be peace with your parents in the name of Jesus Christ your going out is protected your coming in is protected I speak live to Nigeria it is well with our nation we will not witness a bloodshed again we bless those who are in government that God will strengthen them to execute righteousness in Jesus name we forbid chaos in Nigeria in the name of Jesus Christ we bless our nation it will rise and take its place among the nations of the earth Nigeria you are blessed Nigeria you are blessed Nigeria you are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ oh father we bless you we give you praise we worship you glory to your name thank you father in Jesus mighty name Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.